Hello and welcome to Thoughts from the Bible. I am Adam Zander and have been serving as a missionary in Romania for over a decade. Join me every week as we look at simple thoughts from the Bible to help us in our daily walk with Christ and our relationships with our fellow man. Hello from Romania. I hope you're doing well today. Last week, we looked at our third message from the book of Ephesians, what Jesus received from the Father. Today, we will look at the fourth message from the book of Ephesians, the children of this world, which is found in Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. Chapter 2 starts with six things we had or were before we were born again, before Jesus Christ saved us. Next week, we will read of several things that a child of God has. Let's look today at what we were or had before Jesus Christ saved us. These are things we had by nature or birth without Christ. A person who is not saved or born again is not a child of God. A person becomes a child of God by faith alone in Christ. Galatians chapter 3 verse 26 makes this very clear. For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. We often talk about what a child of God has, but what about those who are not God's children? What do they have, and how do they walk in this world? This chapter gives us a list of things an unsaved person has and how they act. So let's read Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 3. And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we all had our conversation in time past in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. So first today, before God saved us, we were dead in trespasses and sins. Look what verse 1 says, And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. If a person is not born again by the Spirit of God, they are dead in their sins. All they have is the natural spirit of man. They do not have the Holy Spirit living in them. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 5, the Bible says, Even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace ye are saved. To quicken means to be made alive. Colossians chapter 2 verses 12 through 15. Buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who hath raised him from the dead. And you, being dead in your sins, and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. 
Because man in his natural state is dead in their sins, when they die, they will still be in their sin and have to bear the punishment for those sins. Let's read Revelation chapter 20, verses 12 and 13. And I saw the dead, small and great, stand before God. And the books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. And the sea gave up the dead which were in it, and death and hell delivered up the dead which were in them, and they were judged every man according to their works." Later in Revelation, the Bible calls this the second death. They died one time physically in their body, and now they're going to die a second time and be thrown into the lake of fire. If Christ died for all men, and he did, then all men are dead. The Bible tells us this in 2 Corinthians. Let's read 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 14 and 15. For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then were all dead, and that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. So all men in their natural state are dead in their sins. Second, man in his natural state cannot understand the spiritual things of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 10 through 14. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the Spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man, but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. So man in their natural state cannot understand the spiritual things of God. A lost person also tries to please God by their good works. The Bible calls these works dead. We were dead in our sins in our works. No matter how good they were, they were dead. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 1. Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on unto perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith toward God. The Bible mentions repentance from dead works. We repent from our dead works and turn towards Christ. Hebrews chapter 9, verses 13 and 14, the Bible tells us, For if the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of a heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifieth to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? So man in their natural state is dead, and their works are dead before God. Second today, the children of this world walk according to the course or ways of this world. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 2. 
wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Before God saved us, we walked in the flesh and according to the ways of this world. Let's read more about that in 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 3 and 4. For the time past of our life may suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles, when we walked in lasciviousness, lust, excess of wine, revelings, banquetings, and abominable idolatries, wherein they think it strange that ye run not with them to this same excess of riot, speaking evil of you. Those are things the children of this world do. Colossians chapter 3, verses 6 and 7. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience, and in which ye also walked some time when ye lived in them. And then in Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 through 8. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. So the children of this world walk according to the ways of this world. Number three today, before God saved us, we walked according to the power and spirit of the prince of this world. Let's read Ephesians chapter 2 verse 2 again, wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Because an unsaved person does not have the Holy Spirit, they do not have the power of God in their lives. Instead, they are limited by the power of their flesh and the prince of this world, Satan. John chapter 14, verse 30. Hereafter I will not talk much with you, for the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me. And then John chapter 16, verses 8 through 11. And when he is come, speaking the Holy Spirit, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment, of sin, because they believe not on me, of righteousness, because I go to my Father and ye see me no more, of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. So number three, the children of this world walk according to the power and spirit of the prince of this world. For today, before God saved us, we were children of disobedience. The last part of Ephesians 2.2 says, The spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. If you reject God, the Bible, and the salvation He is offering you, you are disobedient. You are not obeying God. The unsaved, the children of this world, have a spirit of disobedience. The saved have the Holy Spirit. The unsaved have another spirit. The saved have the Holy Spirit. The unsaved have another spirit, and it's called the spirit of disobedience here in Ephesians. The Bible describes the unsaved as the unrighteous, wicked, children of disobedience, children of wrath, infidels, sons of the devil, brute beast, and other unpleasant names. This is one reason the world hates the Bible so much. It does not sugarcoat the sins of mankind. It tells man how God sees their sins.
sin and rebellion against him and his word. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 25, the Bible tells us, For ye were as sheep going astray, but are now returned unto the shepherd and bishop of your souls. And then 1 Peter 2, verse 8, And a stone of stumbling and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. Let's read Ephesians 5, 6. Let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things cometh the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. And then Colossians chapter 3, verses 5 through 7. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience, and in which ye also walked some time when ye lived in them. So the children of this world walk in disobedience. They have a spirit of disobedience to God, their creator. Number five today, the unsaved walk after the lust of their flesh and fulfill the desires of the flesh and mind. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 3, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past and the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Instead of walking after the Holy Spirit, after spiritual things, the unsaved just walk after their flesh and its lust. It is all they know. Eat, drink, and be merry, for tomorrow we die. That's all this world knows. Let's read 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 1-5. through 5. For as much then as Christ hath suffered for us in the flesh, arm yourselves likewise with the same mind. For he that hath suffered in the flesh hath ceased from sin. That he no longer should live the rest of his time in the flesh to the lust of men, but to the will of God. For the time past of our life may suffice us to have wrought the will of the Gentiles, when we walked in lasciviousness, lust, excess of wine, revelings, banquetings, and abominable idolatries. Last and sixth today, we were by nature the children of wrath. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 3, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past and the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. The unsaved reject the salvation God offers them. They are disobedient. And because of this, the wrath of God is on them. Not only that, but they in time hate the truth and those that teach it. They have an attitude of wrath against the truth. They are the children of wrath. John chapter 3 verse 36, He that believeth on the Son hath everlasting life, and he that believeth not the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God abideth on him. Romans chapter 1, verses 18 and 19. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God hath showed it unto them. 
And then it continues in Romans chapter 2, verses 4 through 8. Or despisest thou the riches of his goodness and forbearance and long suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance? But after thy hardness and impotent heart treasurest up unto thyself wrath against the day of wrath and revelation of the righteous judgment of God who are rendered to every man according to his deeds. To them who by patient continuance and well-doing seek for glory and honor and immortality, eternal life. But unto them that are contentious and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. The end result of rejecting God and disobeying Him is His wrath upon you. If you are not a child of God, if you have never repented and trusted Jesus as your personal Savior, I hope you will turn to Him today in faith. God loved you enough to send His Son to die on the cross to pay for your sins. He wants you to obey Him so that you can have eternal life and not spend eternity in the lake of fire. The Bible says in 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 9, The Lord is not slack concerning His promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And then Romans chapter 10, verses 9 and 10, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Call upon Jesus Christ to save you today. Today, we have looked at six things the children of this world have without Jesus as their Savior. Next week, we will look at some things a person has after they trust Jesus as their Savior and become a child of God. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have a wonderful day.